I thought Jesus wanted nothing to do with me. I was too far gone. And literally, I thought if I walk in that church, it is going to burn down to the ground or I'm going to get struck by lightning. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Lately, we've been talking about the occult, about satanic witchcraft right here happening in America. Now, listener discretion is advised as some of the things we'll be talking about are intended for mature audiences only. Honestly, witchcraft is celebrated as something so innocent as entertainment may be something good for people to experience. But what is the reality of all of that? In our last show, we had Krista Hernandez-Kuhn tell us how when she was younger, she was raised by her father who posed as a pastor, but really was a high priest of the occult. She described being offered as a bride of Satan and was to be a servant of men. But as she grew older, her father introduced her to becoming a bartender, which later became the entranceway to being a stripper. From there, her life was plunged into human trafficking, when she was lured to the group of human traffickers with the enticement of making more money. They used blackmail and coercion in order to keep her selling her body for them. Today, she's going to talk about how she got away from them. Krista, thanks so much for joining us again. Thank you for having me back. So I escaped from the first trafficker after three years because I ended up pregnant with my son. But once I had my son, because I was so broken, I felt so worthless. I went back to many other bosses on my own. And honestly, I didn't even see it as being trafficked. I thought I had just chosen to be a prostitute. I had a boss that took me to the Bahamas, making me think I was his top girl. Hmm. It sounds like once you entered into sex trafficking, it just became this never ending cycle for you which sounds like a common story amongst a lot of prostitutes. Like the boss acts like they love you in order to get you to keep doing that. Now, I understand your boss was basically your pimp. Is that right? Well, they ran an escort service, but it's basically just a fancy pimp, so to speak. They're making money off of me and sending me out and selling me and blackmailing me to stay in. Mm. So they were basically using me to smuggle their crack over to the Bahamas and turn me into their play toy when they weren't gambling. I had others that would take me into the strip clubs and try and entice the girls that were dancing and make them think that somehow being a high-priced escort, which was really just a fancy word for prostitution, was better than what they were doing. And then I ended up in jail for many reasons. (laughs) Thank the Lord, I did not end up for solicitation or drugs. But once getting out of jail, I had nowhere to go, no relationship with my family, and I did not want to go back into that life. And so I found this job in the paper. It was a phone job. And when I walked in, come to find out it was a phone sex operating center. And during that time, one of my characters I had to play was a dominatrix who dealt with BDSM. Hmm. And for those who don't know what BDSM stands for, 
It is bondage and discipline, domination and submission, and then also the DNS can be used for sadism and masochism. Right. It's a very dark side of the industry. It doesn't get much darker than that. And that went on for almost seven years. Hmm. Krista, that is really horrible. How did things ever change for you? Was this forever just your purpose to be used by men in such a horrible way? Well, it was during that time that I was at my son's baseball game, and one of the moms at that game had invited me to church. And my first thought was, heck to the nah, I am not going to church. I had only been once in my adult life, and that was for a funeral. I thought Jesus wanted nothing to do with me. I was too far gone. And literally, I thought, if I walk in that church, it is going to burn down to the ground, or I'm going to get struck by lightning. But (laughs) I entered into that church at 35 years old in 2008, and when I walked in, I was like, oh, it didn't burn down. (laughs) And I remember exactly where I sat, and the presence of Jesus just fell over me, and I didn't even know what it was that I was Uh feeling, but I could not run from His presence, and I wanted more of it. And I started weeping, and when the service was over and they asked if you want to accept Jesus into your heart, I was like, yes, I do. And then for two years, I was in the church volunteering everywhere. I was there every time the doors were open, and I was still in the life because I was terrified that if I told anybody my secret, that they were going to cast me out and reject me. Wow. This is amazing. You as a prostitute get offered salvation from Jesus and you take it. You simply accept it and believe in him. Now, I understand though, you kept your job as the phone sex operator for a time. Yes. Until Jesus began to bring that change in your life. Tell us how that happened. So the Lord had already put it on my heart that once I got out, but I didn't know how I was going to get out, I was going to reach others where I was. And I was like, yeah, right. (laughs) But I was a big fan of Joyce Myers. And so I went to go volunteer at one of her conferences, and she was sharing the story of the prodigal son. And as she was sharing the story of the prodigal son, it was this, I mean, I could see, it was like God was this bright light, the most beautiful being that was next to Joyce. And he was motioning his hands like, come here, Krista. And I could hear him say, come on, Krista, you can do this. I am your provider, not that industry. And I love you. And I had known how much I loved him. But in that moment, I had a revelation of his love for me. And that was the game changer. That is what it took for me to walk away from a life that had held me captive for 20 years. Krista, that is a touching moment because I know when Jesus speaks to you, your life is forever changed. Just like the woman in the Bible had changed lives when Jesus met them. It sounds like that happened to you as well. What would you say to someone who would say it is harmless to go to strip clubs or visit prostitutes? First of all, to anyone who is going to the strip clubs, I want to break the stereotype and let them know that 89% of women say they do not want to be there. And the only reason they are there is because they know no other means of survival. Secondly, I want to say that 70% of women who are trafficked are trafficked into the commercial sex industry. So that's what I want to say to the people who are frequenting those places, to those who are in it. I just want to say that there are an amazing amount of sisters that are out here. You have an amazing amount of sisters that are going back in the trenches and are fighting for you, who have walked in your shoes, 
who love you and who have made this our life mission to do whatever it takes and go where God says go to bring you freedom. I know while you're in it, it doesn't feel like there's any hope. It feels as though you are stuck there, but I am living proof and have many other sisters who are living proof and brothers, because it's not just girls, that God is good. He is good. And he has a great plan for your life. Just reach out to him. Just ask him to show himself real to you. And he will, because he's no respecter of persons and what he did for me, he can and will do for you. And if you are being programmed or if you feel like you have been a victim of mind control or any of that kind of stuff, we will have information to where you could reach out to my organization and we will get you the help that you need to become free. How can we learn more about the work you're doing now since you've walked away from that lifestyle? Yes. So my website is www dot loving you where you are at dot com. It's all spelled out. And then I also have a book called No Safe Place from Childhood Abuse to Sex Trafficking. And I can't tell you enough how much I recommend my friend Annie Donawald's book. 27 seconds where she really goes down into human trafficking, sex trafficking, and how it's not a who, it's a what. And that what is the system. Wow. Krista, thanks so much for sharing your life with us and how God changed you from being the bride of Satan to being the bride of Christ. So glad God changed your life. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Hang on. The show isn't over yet. Let's go deeper into this concept of Jesus forgiving the unforgivable right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Anlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how he can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at AwakeningTheNations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's AwakeningTheNations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? I mean, this to me is incredible that she was able to be liberated from such a dark and depressing life. Jesus truly is the liberator. You know what's funny? That there's such a deception out there that says that Jesus is like an oppressor and that church and Christianity is oppressive. But that is completely false. I mean, maybe if the pastor is fake and is really a Satanist occult leader, that might be true. But in truth, Jesus is the liberator. He's the one who sets us free from the power of the enemy so that we can fulfill our true calling since the beginning of time. You see, it is written in Galatians 5.1, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. You see, Christ is the agent of freedom. And you're hearing this in Christ's story, literally. And to be honest with you, I've discovered this truth in my life. 
Christ has set us free from the power of the devil if you let him do that. What I can see in Chris's story is that before she was spiritually all alone, and she was left alone to the power of the demonic. But when she came to Christ, she discovered that we were made to be in fellowship with God, to know that we're never alone. What about you, my friend? Do you often feel alone, maybe even abandoned by God? Do you feel like you don't truly know Him? If that's you, I want to pray with you to introduce you to a real relationship with Jesus. Let's pray. Lord God, I just come to you, Lord, with the people who are listening and saying, gosh, I don't know if I know you. I don't know if I have a real relationship with God. I always feel alone. I always feel like I have no one. Lord Jesus, we just come to you and I'm lifting that person up and I'm asking you, Lord Jesus, to welcome your child into your kingdom. And Lord Jesus, we take that moment to do as what the Bible says, to receive and believe in you, to say, welcome, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I want you to be with me all the days of my life. I'm tired of being alone. Help us, Lord Jesus. We receive you now. We receive the blood of Jesus and help us, Lord God, to repent from our sins, the things that lead us away from you. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. You know, if you pray that prayer, God is going to change your life in a mighty way. I hope you're blessed by this testimony and I know that your life was touched. Did you know our shows are on Spotify? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Spotify and enjoy all the same shows you hear on the radio. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.